היום יום י' בייס כיסלו. ברכה שפטורני מבורכים בלי שום ומלכוס. ברכה שפטורני that a father makes when the son becomes בר מצווה, we make this ברכה without mentioning God's name and the מלכוס of the אבשטר, we say it in a short form, ברוך שפטורני מאינש הלוזה, we do not say ברוך אתו השם אלוקינו מלך העולם שפטורני מאינש הלוזה. ומבורכים איסו גם ביום בייס, היי, בראש חדש ולאו דווקא בשבת. We make this blessing also on Monday and Thursday on Rish Chedesh, and not necessarily only on Shabbos. Now about this, there's a whole discussion, a different customs. So we have notes from the Rebbe, where the Rebbe wrote down for himself to ask by the Fiyadike Rebbe, whether we do the short form, and whether we do it necessarily on Shabbos. And the response was, like it says here in the Hayyim Yim, that we make the Brocha in the short form, and we can do it also on Monday, Thursday, Rish Chedesh, and not necessarily only on Shabbos. This comes from the idea that Baruch Sheptorani, we have to make this bracha because a father has to educate his son. And if he didn't educate him properly, so whatever the son does is on the father's shoulders. But now that the child is bar mitzvah, the child is on his own. Here we have very interesting discussions. When the Alter Abbasidah was published, this bracha was not there at all. It was inserted in later editions, in long form. And there was a discussion how we're supposed to say it. In the Siddur and Rostov that the Rebbe Rashab published, the Rebbe calls it the precise Siddur, there it went in short form. So the Rebbe writes that this became the established minute, and the fact that we find that the Friedrich Rebbe wrote, and he said that by the Rabbeim they said the Baruch in the long form, the Friedrich Rebbe said this is not for the public, it was only for the Rabbeim. I'm going to insert my own thought. Perhaps by the Rabbeim they knew that they educated the children properly, so they could say the Baruch in the long form. Your average person, even if the boy becomes Bamitza, but if you educated him, not that great, you still carry the responsibility. This is my own two cents. Then the Rebbe establishes that he heard from Rabbi Yechelen Gordon that by the Bar Mitzvah of a nephew of the Rebbe Rashab, the son of his brother Rebbe Mendel, the Rebbe Rashab told him clearly to say the Baruch in short form. The same is Rabbi Simpson was instructed by the Friedrich Rebbe to say the Baruch in short form. Then when the Rebbe went to publish the Siddur, he asked the Friedrich Rebbe, should he put it in a short form or the long form? Friedrich the Rebbe told him to leave the Siddur the way it was in long form, even though we say it in short form. And in later editions, the Rebbe added an asterisk where on the bottom it says that our minig is to say the bracha in short form. Now about making the bracha on Shabbos, the Mogan Avrom writes that today the minig is, when do we make the bracha? We make it on the first Shabbos when he comes, when everybody's in shul, everybody knows his bar mitzvah. But we have a tradition that we heard from Reb Chaim Avrom, the middle Rebbe's brother, that when the Mittler Rebbe became Bar Mitzvah, our father, the Alter Rebbe, told him that he heard from his teacher, the Magid, who heard from the Baal Shem Tev, that the first Aliyah of Bar Mitzvah should be necessarily on Monday, Thursday, or Mincha Shabbos, not at the big Minyan Shabbos morning, which seems to be implied by the Mogan Avrom. So in that way, it is a little different than it says here in the Hayim Yim, because here it says we do it also Monday, Thursday, Rishchidosh, and not necessarily only on Shabbos, but according to the Alter Rebbe, if we do it on Shabbos, it's only by Mincha Shabbos, and it should be necessarily Monday or Thursday or Mincha Shabbos. We have a tradition in the name of the Baal Shem Tov. When we hear something negative about another Jew, even if you don't know him, you must be deeply pained. One of the two was definitely not in a good state. If 
this story that you heard is true, so then this individual is not in a good state, something bad, something wrong. And if the story is not true, the tale bearer is not in a good state. He's telling tales which are not true. This comes from a letter the Friedrich Rebbe wrote to Rav Sholem Posner, who apparently wrote to the Friedrich Rebbe a letter that had some not very good news in it. So the Rebbe opens up by this tradition from the Balshemta that when you hear something negative, even if you don't know him, you must be deeply pained. And the Rebbe adds a strong word, Nemezach zum Herzen, you must take it to heart, because one of the two is definitely no good. When I read your letter, I reminded myself of this saying, and I was in great pain. I cannot express an opinion on this whole thing, I just don't know all the details, but since it seems to be a matter of cautious, so you cannot compromise and you have to be very strict on this. But at the same time, you must be deeply pained that it came to such a situation. And perhaps... Or very likely, there is some telltaling there. It's not exactly as they are telling the story. And since you say that you know this person, you know this rabbi about whom this is told, it would be appropriate that you do what you can to do a favor for this Jew. Make sure that you can do something for him that is good.